Uh, welcome back to Here's the Thing with Kendra and Noah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the third episode. Third episode. Um, yeah. Should we plug the Insta right away? I, we did I was thinking about that. A little yeah, housekeeping. Our Instagram is at HTT with Kendra and Noah. It's long, but listen, there's a lot of Here's the Thing there are podcasts out there, a apparently. A ton of Here's the Thing podcasts. Um, so most of them were taken. Yeah. Um, if you go to our Instagram, all of the links are in our bio. Perfect. Look at us getting Look at organized. Us. All right. Well, for episode three, uh-huh. we are going to be talking about... Acting. Acting. The reason Kendra and I moved out here. Uh-huh. Um, where do we even start I, you know what's interesting mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that i always knew i wanted to be an actor i didn't tell a lot of people when i was younger because i thought like oh i'm in like a small town nobody know does it like yeah it like it won't happen you know uh but then like in high school i was like oh, i like want to try it out and then when I had to like decide a major for college I was like I mean I don't want to do anything else and I really did not want to pick a major like just because it would like make me money or like you know I don't know I'm a I'm a sensitive little (laughs) gal and um dramatic sometimes which you know, works out well for the acting. Um, and I just, I'm just like one of those people that's like, I just want to enjoy my life. Like, I'd rather be happy than working a job that I hate. Um, so, so I went into acting, but, um, and sometimes I question that. Yeah. <laughs> not because <laughs> I question whether it's what I want to do or not, but I, think hmm maybe I should have done something that made me money um but I think it's interesting that I guess I shouldn't speak for you but I feel like you didn't always know that you wanted to be an actor yeah very different for me I never thought twice about acting growing Mm -hmm. up um you know I wasn't in like school plays or anything like that in high school um just wasn't even on my radar like it wasn't even something that I was like no way it just like Mm -hmm. completely indifferent to it um, and then college, I did choose a major just because I had to. And it was like, this should make me money. And I was studying economics and I hated it. It was boring. I was miserable. Um, and that resulted in school being like just an absolute drag for me and super tough on me. Um, I remember studying for an accounting exam. And gross. Yeah, it was pretty gross. I was just studying for that, feeling miserable. And uh, my cousin's boyfriend at the time they're married now so my cousin's husband was actually living out here pursuing acting at the time and so that's how it was like in my head and I was like maybe I'll look into this and I just did some research into acting as like a career and I was like I think I want to do that and so then uh I 20 years old I decided I find it kind of interesting that you are like let me look into acting as a career when like you watch movies like you know what actors do yeah, like I, what like what did you look 
into like what did well, i guess like what did you research like how to become one yeah or, like, kind of like what it entails like what we you know moving to la what you would have to do if it's even like a viable i mean obviously it's difficult to mm-hmm. become a working mm-hmm. actor but yep. like um just reading about it you know understanding mm-hmm. it more and after all of that you're like <laughs> yeah i want to do it because i feel like if you look into like how to yeah. do it and like you know what are the odds of like being successful and stuff like that's the thing that maybe turns people away whereas like if it's just like your passion like that's what you're like well that's what i want to do you know but then i uh yeah that that's interesting because fun fact bringing it back to episode (laughs) one uh it's like 99% 99% of actors at any given moment are unemployed. Mm. Feels accurate. So, like, you know, if you research that sort of stuff, <laughs> that's what made you want to... <laughs> I, I mean, I don't remember all the stuff that I read, but I, I remember it just being like, you know, if you want to do something like that, like, you know, it gave you very obvious, like, tips. Like, find mm-hmm. a local community theater and just, like, audition and see if you like it, see if it's for you. So that's what I did. I mean, I was like, you know what? I'm interested in this. And uh, there was a like a local like 48 hour play festival. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, they're holding auditions like that weekend. So I prepared a quick little monologue with like no acting experience, just like memorized it and like was like, oh, this feels good. What do you remember the monologue that you did? Um, I don't because I just Googled like. Men I was gonna say, where, where did monologue. you just find a monologue online? Yeah, so I can't remember. I think it was, was actually it from, it's from th- the play, The Foreigner. Okay, I don't know that play, but I was gonna say, was it from a play or from yeah, a movie? Okay. A so I went and did it, and uh, it was one of those things where, like, if you auditioned, you were in. Like, everybody oh, was gonna okay. be involved. It was very, like, small, and, like, they needed people. Like when I did high school theater. Yeah, yeah. And so then that night, the, you know, the, all the writers and directors were in the crowd, so they picked who they wanted from everybody who auditioned and reached out to us and then they wrote it Friday night until Saturday morning and then Saturday and Sunday we like rehearsed it and Sunday night we put it on I think because it was a play not like recorded right. or anything like that and I loved it so I was like perfect I'm in and then I just got involved with like Madison Community Theater um mm-hmm. shout out to Stage Q and uh played Kanaka in Psycho Beach Party nice so fantastic yeah it was my that was first two auditions I got parts that were like fun to play yeah. so I was like I love this I'm in I mean that that's the thing about I feel like any actor that I know it's like I just did it once and I loved it and then I mm-hmm. was hooked yeah. like and I, like I'm the same way like I once I started I was like this is it and I would be like terrified to audition like I and I still am like I get so mm-hmm. nervous and stuff and like it's gotten better but like I still get nervous and just like some aspects of it i'm like oh that's so out of my comfort zone yeah. like and it's like hard and yet i still don't want to do anything else yeah well i'm sure you can relate to this like when you're on stage in like the wings right before a show's about to go on like that energy like nervous energy is like the best thing in the world and like, afterwards it's it feels so it's like incredible. A, it's like the runner's high like yeah. when you're done with like a play or like even filming things like mm. i i'm just like 
can we do it again? Like, yeah. it's a blast. <laughs> like you get so nervous and you're so freaked out about it. But then once you start, like starting is, I feel like the the hardest part. Because yeah, once you sure. start, then you're like, okay, it's not as bad as I yeah <laughs> thought it might be. Um, but yeah. Uh, what was the first role you played? My first like real real role um, was Jenny in Wild Pink, which was a play that, because uh, at our high school, they did a fall play and a spring musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the fall play my junior year. Uh, and yeah, I was I was Jenny in Wild Pink. I had to do a little Southern accent. I had like 10 Ooh, lines. Give us a little taste of the Southern accent. Absolutely not. Come on. I had like 10 lines. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> and, um, and and like one scene and that was and that was it but i there are no small roles thank you yeah. <laughs> um and yeah that was it and then i did the musical and then the next year i did both of them again and then that's all it took i was like this is what i'm going to yep. do mm-hmm. for the rest of my life so Sick. here we are yeah um what has been your favorite role that you've played if you can choose one i know it's tough to sometimes just choose one yeah that's a good question um in college i was in the ensemble of chicago and that's just like a really Mm. fun musical to do um it's like that was a really good time um and listen i'm not a singer or a dancer like i can i sound okay yeah i feel like you've heard me sing. i I don't like sound like a dying goat you know Uh um but i'm a but i'm an ensemble person i'm not a solo yeah i'm not a solo person and and i don't really dance but i'm not like super uncoordinated like i can learn a dance for a show like if i if if i need to like obviously i've been in musicals like i i can Mm -hmm. um i just also like don't have dance experience really yeah um I am absolutely an ensemble, too, because I am a terrible singer. I auditioned for two musicals in my life. One was the nicest guy, so it was pretty chill, but they were, like, looking for one more lead, and uh, this was community theater after I had, like, done some shows, so somebody reached out and was like, hey, message this guy. He's looking for a lead. He'll have you audition for him. So I went to his house, and he played piano while I sang, and the song we did was Hey Jude. And there is something about singing auditions where anything I practice goes right out of my head as soon as no, it starts. Same, and I can't I find sound, And when I'm by myself, I, because I'll like record myself yeah. like by my, to be like, is it just how I hear myself? Mm-hmm. But then other, I sound so, when I'm not nervous, I sound actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'm a little biased because it's me, but right. like objectively i sound pretty good but when there's people around right out the window gone yeah. completely i sound terrible <laughs> i can't do it yeah i mean i'm i will never say i'm a great singer and in, in any situation when i'm in my car by myself sometimes i'm like oh i'm not as bad as i thought that's, that's what i'm saying but yeah i agree with you um so yeah i didn't get the part i was put in the ensemble for that show though that's okay sometimes i didn't even make it into the ensemble so i only got into chicago ensemble because a girl dropped out oh i didn't originally i was not originally chosen well we take what we can get you know we take what we Mm -hmm. can get yeah um 
so yeah that was that was fun i'm trying to think of like my favorite like actual like named role sure. though honestly i was not in a lot in college all right um this is any time even if it's not a named role if, if you like to chicago the most like but like that's a fair answer also have i done anything really out of college not really <laughs> um <laughs> uh, bold of us to make a podcast and talk about our acting we yeah um i so senior year in college i was um in this show in this play uh it's called 26 pebbles hmm. and um it is about the sandy hook elementary school shooting oh. and it was um Written by Eric U- Uyoa. Oh my god, I haven't said his name in so long. I think I hope that's how you say his last name. Um, and he went to Sandy Hook and talked to people like in the community and like um, he wasn't allowed to like talk to teachers or any parents that lost children. Okay. He was allowed to talk to parents though that had children that survived. Oh. Um. And he wrote this play, like, uh, and he did a docudrama. So everything that's in the play, and it was, like, it's, like, ten um, people. Because uh, I don't like using characters because they're real people. Um, and, and it's these ten people, and he wrote it, but in the sense of, like, he put them all together, but all of the lines that we had were things that they actually said like he Mm. just he like recorded it you know and then he took like parts and made it into a complete Mm. story um but nothing like he did it verbatim so a lot of our lines also it was interesting like memorizing them because they have like ums and uhs and they start a sentence and then they decide that they don't want to start yeah. talking. But, like, he didn't take anything out. Like, he didn't, like, take ums out to, like, you know, quote, unquote, c- clean it up yeah. and, like, make it. Um, we, like, debuted it. We were the first. Uh, oh. We were the world premiere. That's really cool. Of it. Um, it had only ever been staged readings before mm. that. We were the first, like, full production of it. Um, he came to our to our school. Um, he's super nice. He's he, I mean, he's a great actor and like talented person him like himself um he's been on broadway and stuff um and he's written other things and uh and so i was i was two people i was um julie and star star was a like um like healer mm-hmm. in the community um and then julie was um a mom of a boy who was in one of the classes but um thankfully survived um and that was it sounds like a a downer to be like that was my favorite role no no, but um i just i don't know it was a really um it just felt like so important to be a part of it and like i felt very um i i guess like lucky because like i do think that one of the things that i love about acting and that it's always um drawn me towards it is that like it does make me feel things and it makes people like think about things and i mean there's like the aspect of you can escape from life for like entertaining things but there's a lot of shows that like do commentaries on Mm -hmm. 
certain important topics, you know? Um, and I like that. And so it felt really cool to be a part of one of those. Um, that's, I mean, that's cool. That is like, as an actor, like an emotional story like that is like appealing, you know? Yeah. It's like something you would like to dive into and like. Yeah. That was a very long winded right. story. Detailed. Sorry to my mom if she's yeah. listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> she told Angela. me our first episode was long winded. <laughs> yeah, we've got some reviews from the first episode. Long winded is one. Yep. Uh, Noah has socks on. I have socks on for every future episode because. Because if you watch it. Multiple comments. About his dogs. About my dogs. <laughs> uh, we also got some nice ones like. Not as awkward as I thought it would. If it's yeah, be. which was uh-huh. exciting. And also, I liked it better than I thought the, I would. Yeah. So uh-huh. we, t- we take those. We'll take them. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's been your favorite role? Um, you know, I think mine is a much more lighthearted one than yours. <laughs> uh, Probably. You know, I enjoyed a lot of the roles I did. Um, I think the one that I enjoyed the most was so every winter one of the theater companies in madison does a holiday panto which is like a a british thing british pantos and it's basically like a retelling of like a common story like a fairy tale or something like that but um like some of the like trademark things of a panto is like there's always like a man and like a woman's role so like um bell would be like played by a man um, oh, so they just gender swap? Yeah, um, no. Well, it's a man in drag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it's just like cool. goofy, over the top. You know, you get the audience involved. Part of it is like mm-hmm. the audience, like being involved with you. They're singing, they're dancing, the whole thing. And so uh, the year I auditioned, they were doing a Harry Potter panto, and I auditioned and I got the part of the Ron Weasley part. Uh, so I dyed my hair red and I got to do that and. Um, you know, my two, the Harry and Hermione actors were fantastic, and the director was hilarious, and just the whole ensemble. It was such a great time, and I just loved it so much. And we would. Uh, did you have to speak in a British accent? Yes, I did. Let's yep. hear it. Uh, you got to pay for that a little <laughs> bit. Uh, no, yeah. It was uh, amazing. My head was, my head, my hair was very red for a while then. I was uh, just going to say, I don't. Are there pictures of you with red hair? There's some. There's not many. But uh, I could find some. I'm trying to figure Probably mostly just like hair. selfies I took just to like save it for posterity, you know? Yeah. But uh, And then I just like let it grew out. So like at one point it was like half red and half not. But yeah, so the British Panto playing Ron Weasley was definitely my favorite. Got to sing, dance. Um, you know, afterwards we went out to the like lobby in character still. So like kids would come up to us and like want to get pictures with us and everything. So it was really fun. That's cute. Um, I think that was probably my favorite role. Another thing about acting mm-hmm. is I I feel like people don't understand what we do in classes. Oh yeah. Um, I because I feel like people just think like, oh, you just like work on scenes or monologues and you just like memorize things. But there's like so many weird exercises mm-hmm. that we do. That, look, especially in college, I had some weird <laughs> things that we did. 
Um, and it like it's funny to when you like actually when you like look at it from an outside perspective, it. <laughs> It looks insane. Is what it, looks it looks insane. Like. We we used to like in college. We used to, especially our um, voice and diction class. Mm. We used to be like, "Wow, if someone was walking by," and we would <laughs> we would do the voice and diction in um, our black box theater. Oh. Um. So it wasn't really like in a classroom around mm. like other classrooms, you know. So it was it was pretty secluded, but. We would be like, if anyone was walking by the theater right now, they would be like, what the hell is going? Like, what are those noises? Like, are people okay? <laughs> like, you just, there's a lot of pretend to be this animal. Yeah. Um. Pretend to be this object. Like, it's just. I had, so I didn't study in college, but mm-hmm. even just classes out here. It's typically like warm-ups that are the weirdest part for me at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And we had one that was like, we all had to move around the space and our teacher would like say a word and she wanted us to like make physical movements with whatever that word means to you or whatever it brings up. And you'd start at like a two and then go to a five and then like a 10. And the words were like thunder or like the weirdest fucking words. Uh-huh. And it's like, you're doing it and you're like, what am I doing? Like you, because yeah. there's there is no wrong answer, but you feel like you're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> like, and and for me, my biggest thing is that like everyone's doing it, and I'm not judging other people, but I feel like they're judging me, right. even though I know that they're not. But it's just, yeah, it is a lot. Like, I mean, like acting seems like, and it and it is. Uh, you know a fun uh a fun job yeah that plain doesn't seem like a lot of work yeah. sometimes um but it really is and it is not for the faint of heart um because like if you cannot push yourself outside of your comfort zone you're not you, you're not gonna yeah. do well and i think for me like that's one of the biggest things that i struggle for with is like getting out of my comfort zone yeah. and like looking stupid and it being okay yeah because well, you really have to be okay with making mistakes and looking stupid yeah like, you have to be okay with not caring what other people think about and i'm not good at that at all yeah and i mean to me that's what like those exercises are, are all about to is do. like yeah if you mm-hmm. you need to be able to commit 100 yeah. percent to being a giraffe running yeah. around the room mm-hmm. because if you can't do that then like you're not you gonna can, be able to commit to being like yeah. someone who just lost then, their wife and then it's not gonna be believable and yeah. good acting it, acting is only good if it's believable mm-hmm. sometimes to like non-actors performances probably like you can be semi like not believable and people won't really pick up on it but like when I am watching something and it's bad like I think it's bad acting it's usually like I just don't believe like they look like they're acting yeah and the key to acting is to not have it seem like you're acting yeah like it is it's a tough it's a tough job you're constantly rejected constantly if you're even getting like 
if you're auditions. even getting auditions, you like go a long time without one. Then you get one, you're stoked, mm-hmm. you send and then, it, and then and then you don't get it, and you don't even hear back. Yeah. You don't even get a thank you, but no. Mm-hmm. You just you just get ghosted. Mm-hmm. Um. And on, <laughs> honestly, there's been like a couple times where I've had an audition and. And I have been told, like, thanks so much for your submission, like, oh, yeah? and and a no. And I'm always like, oh, my God, that was so yeah, nice of them. Yeah, I would them. love that. Like, thanks for rejecting me. Like, yeah. I feel so, yeah, it's just funny, like, because usually you don't hear anything yeah. at all. I think so even a no is like, oh, my God, you got back to me. I so you watched it. I would even prefer, like, an absolutely brutal no. Like, I think I would prefer them being like, that was shit. No. No. Because then at least I know I'm like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Like, whatever right. I did there was wrong. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you don't know, you're like, maybe it was good. It just wasn't what they were looking for. Or maybe it was, like, way off base. And like, that's another thing is that, like, you, <clears throat> going back to, like, there is no right or wrong answer. Yeah. There really isn't. Like, same with auditions. Like, mm-hmm. everything self-tapes now for the most yeah. part um, because of the pandemic. And then like some things are have gone back to like in-person auditions but not a lot of things um and so a lot of times it's just you in front of your phone Mm -hmm. doing your audition and then you send it in and it's like you just have to trust that you did okay and like you just have to be okay with what you did like you yeah. have to be like i'm happy with this so i'm going to send it in and it's almost like you just have to hit send and kind of forget about it oh 100 percent. once because you send it just like and never it watch happened. it again yeah because i'll do that sometimes i'll go back oh, and, really? and i'll go uh, i'll be like why did i do that yeah and then i'll be like i sent that in <laughs> i thought that was okay yeah but like it's just, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like you're never going to feel like it's completely right. You know, like you're yeah. always going to be like, I could have done this better or I could have done that better. Um, yeah. And you just have to like, I mean, nothing can ever be perfect and so you just gotta like accept that right that it won't be yeah i think that's just like with any art like any artist making any type of art is like never gonna be like well, i did subjective. it this is 100 percent perfect yeah yeah so like some casting director might see your tape and be like yeah. Meh, it was okay and another one might be like this was great this is our and person. also sometimes you just like they think you're a good actor mm-hmm. but you just don't look the role right or they just are like, mm, I don't see them as this person. Mm-hmm. Or I wish they appeared older. Yeah. Or like, or they picked somebody as the brother and you no longer look like the... Oh, you, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's all these things that you have no control over. Yeah. yeah, that's really what it is. There's so much stuff that you don't have control over you just no. have this little self-tape that you which seems wild in. because like it's your career yeah so you should be able to have control mm-hmm. over most of it and you don't you know what i kind of struggled with for a while in mm-hmm. regards to like classes and stuff i my brain works in a way that like likes being able to be like oh i finished this step time to move on to the next one 
And uh, with classes, like, it's not like that. It's just, like, ongoing. Acting like, in general is not like yeah. that. And there's no one way to it, it, kind of, like, you're saying, where, like, you go on to the next step, you know, like, mm-hmm. other careers, you, you know, you finish high school, and then you study it in college, mm-hmm. and then maybe you go and you intern somewhere, or you study under somebody or whatever. Um or like medical school, you know, you go and you're um, a resident or mm-hmm. whatever and yeah. stuff. And then like after that internship, then like you get a job yeah. and you start out entry level and then you get promoted and you mm-hmm. look, there's no, there's no clear path yeah. for an actor. Your life can change in an instant. Yeah. You could get an audition tomorrow, Noah, that could be life-changing. Right. And you book it, and then your career takes off. And you never know when it's going to happen. Mm. <laughs> and it's so stressful. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's going to happen. You just have to believe right. that it's going to. I think, uh, yeah, actors that move to L.A. are just, like, absolutely the most optimistic people in the world. To think, like, one day I will get that audition, you know? And uh, maybe it's delusional, but... I like it, you know? I mean, yeah, same. I've yeah. been telling myself some way, somehow, it's going to yeah. happen for the past decade. And here I am. Still, I mean, not that happen. I do think, like, I'm early on in my career yeah. still because I took a break from acting and stuff after college. And, like, I, we've only been out here for three years and yeah. stuff. And, and a, a lot of that and was, and because, was COVID. Right. So... It's not like I've been living out here and being yeah. <laughs> rejected for a whole decade. But, like, it could happen, though. Yeah. I mean, you hear all the stories. Like, I think Mark Ruffalo was the one who, like, a decade of nothing and, like, yeah. hundreds of hundreds of no's. And then he, like, finally got his big break. John Krasinski told himself he'd give himself, like, two years or something mm-hmm. was going to, like, give up right before the office. Yeah. It's the long game. It really just got to be persistent. Yeah. What did What did your family think when you told them you wanted to be an Ooh, actor? That's a good question. Because you had never been interested yeah. in it before. What uh, did they like? How were you like? Hey, I'm. Yeah. Not gonna. I don't mean this in a bad way, but like when you're like, I'm gonna drop out of school yeah. to become an actor. Because I mean, you didn't, you didn't finish at Madison, no, not as like a, a dick. You, ju- you just yeah, like no. didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Yeah. And I mean, your your family's very supportive right. of you. So like, what? I would yeah. love to know like how how that, that went conversation though. Went, yeah. yeah. Just because I I just think it's interesting, being as that you've never like you were never interested in it before. Yeah. Were they like? Where is this coming from, or did, where, did they just take it and run with it? For the most part, they kind of took it and run with it. Because, you know, I auditioned for that uh, theater festival thing, that 48-hour one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, my parents are super supportive. So they came. They drove all the way down southern Wisconsin, watched the Love show. Love Polly and Jay. Uh, they came to every show that I performed in Madison. Um, they even went to the like, Zoom improv shows here when I was in classes. So uh, super supportive. Shout out to Polly and Jay. Um, I don't, you know... I think when I like told them I was doing that, I wasn't like already like, hey, I'm gonna do this show and then I'm gonna 
move out to LA at some point and it's going to be my career. It was more like, I'm doing this. I just kind of think I'm interested and I want to see what it's like. And then I liked it. I was like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think I'm going to keep looking. And I let them know when I got another role and I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And at that point I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to save up X amount of dollars and move out to Los Angeles. And uh, also at that time I was, so I dropped out of school for a bit and started working. Um, and this was after I had started acting as well. And I was pretty close to finishing the econ degree. So part of me was like, I'll save up money. I'm going to go back and finish that econ degree just because it'll be easier to make money. And then once I'm done with that stuff and have the money saved, I'm going to move out there. Um, the second stint, I was just like immediately miserable again at school. So I dropped out again and I was like, you know what? I'm just, econ I don't think I even me. knew that you went back yeah. to finish it and then you didn't. Yeah. I was still working when I went back because I think I went back part time instead of full time um, because I did really like the job I had. Um, so I think there wasn't any like huge hesitation. I'm sure there was some surprise on their end, um, but they were fully supportive and uh, they still are to this day. I think, I don't remember if they asked me this, but I know a fair amount of people did early on. And I wonder if you got the same question. People would ask like, well, how long are you going to do that for? Like, do you have an end date? Like, are you going to say five years and then come back? And I think that's so funny. So much. It, I get asked that. Yeah. So, yeah, when I said I was going to move out to, oh, how long do you think you'll live out there for? Yeah. When the pandemic hit. So are you going to move back home? No. Why uh -huh. would I? Like, I'm, no, yeah. like I chose to move out here. I'm not just giving up. Uh, right. It kind of like, feels like a. a and it's, it's very much the college version of what's your backup plan yes which i did also get in college um and it's just so frustrating because you literally don't ask any other careers that you don't someone says yeah i'm going to school to be a teacher you have to take an exam for that yeah oh what's your backup plan if you don't pass your right. uh whatever exam it's called yeah whatever, your yeah. certification uh you know medical school what's your backup plan if you don't get into medical school people just are like oh that's cool and have full belief in you that yeah. you're going to become the thing that you say you're going to school mm -hmm. for so even though i was going to school for theater which i mean like is i guess slightly different than what i'm doing because like i'm trying yeah. to do like film and television now although side note always have been told since college that I'm better suited for film and television. Oh. I had a professor that always told me that. And then when I lived in Florida for two years, I worked at a professional theater in the development department, not as an actor. But um, my coworker at the time, Jeff, um, he was the associate artistic director and he has been in like television and film and also Broadway a bunch. Um, super talented guy. Um, I did like a mock audition for mm -hmm. him before I left because I was there for two years and then I missed acting and I was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to get back to acting. Yeah. And so I did a mock audition for him to like just get his feedback. And he told me the same thing. Hmm. That was better suited for film and television. So I was like, I've always wanted to do it. Might yeah. as well you know, play to your strengths. Absolutely. Um, but even when I was like, I'm going to, be an actor and hopefully like i don't know do 
theater or some type of acting for the rest of my or like i come from a family of teachers people just assumed they're like oh so you want to like be a drama teacher oh no no i want to be huh. an actor like they just assumed that i would get like a theater degree but then be like an acting teacher or something um and it's so annoying yeah i just want to like because you can't be like that mean because people you right, know, they're not like, trying they're to not be mean trying, with it, yeah. but it's so i just want to be like are you asking other people that too right. that aren't in the arts and or like uh, i had a woman one time that said oh that's great how are you gonna make money <laughs> That is actually really funny. And I was like, uh. She's so blunt. How are you going to make money? Don't worry about it. Uh, How about that? Yeah. Um, I will cut them some slack because, like we talked about, there's no, like, roadmap for acting. And even if you don't go into acting, you know that it's, like, very hard to get a break. Yeah. I, the, the, I kind of forgot about the. How long are you going to be out yeah. there for? What do you tell people? Um, I would tell people that, like, I don't really have an end date in mind. Like, I'm going to go as long as I feel that I still feel passionate about it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of like, almost explain to them, like, you know, it is a long game. Like, it takes mm -hmm. a long time. It's not like you move out here and you're overnight success. So, like, yeah. it's all about persistence and perseverance. Mm -hmm. um, and most people, like, are like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, other pet peeve, though is going back and seeing people and then being like, oh, so, like, what have you done? What have you been in? Uh, again, it's it's coming from a place of them being interested. Yeah. You, know, you tell them you're an actor, mm -hmm. so they're like, well, what have you been in? And mm -hmm. it's like, hmm. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm lucky that I have all the background stuff that I've been in. Yeah. And I will say people back home think that that's pretty cool, which, yeah. like, granted, it is. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see myself on TV mm -hmm. sometimes, even if I'm not speaking and stuff. But as an actor, you feel like that's nothing. Like, I can't right. put that on my resume. Yeah. You know, it's not, you're not like casting for directors it. don't care yeah. that you were in the background of a show. Mm -hmm. They really don't. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it's not as helpful as right. like people think it's it is. not really a step in your career no i mean like it, it is good experience in the sense of being on um, an actual mm -hmm. set and everything and like learning you know the lingo yeah and, and, and even just like how yeah, yeah and how it all works like and it's just like you know when that's what you want to do it's cool to just yeah. be around that for a day um so like i have you know at least i can i can you, you know yeah. throw, throw those out but it does because it just it feels like then you're not doing anything right and i think sometimes um that's the frustrating thing is that like when you don't have any work to show for like your career it feels like you're not working hard enough for it right I really struggle with that. I always feel like I should be doing more. Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, you're not going to show yourself sitting at your com computer submitting to roles. Right. Like, people don't see that. Mm -hmm. um, or like, just working on things or, you know, 
researching shows or actors or going to classes like or even auditioning like yeah there's nothing to show for that yeah and like you don't if somebody asks you like how's it going out there like what are you in you don't tell them like oh well i auditioned for this thing like unless you get the part like you're not just gonna be like bragging about i well i will say sometimes i i am like i've been getting more auditions recently that's fair yeah which i'm like which feels like a step in the right Mm -hmm. direction um and my audition for that tv show felt like a yeah bigger thing i was calling it my first like big girl audition audition, like it was you know the casting director is pretty big and Mm -hmm. i was like like if that felt good you know like get that audition and like it is and that's another thing like those are wins oh for sure like you don't get the part but having a big casting director even want you to audition Mm -hmm. is big them seeing your face and your name and like knowing who you are because like they'll casting directors will keep you in mind if Mm -hmm. they like you even if you're not right for the role they'll keep you in mind for other things yeah um i mean not always you know but it does happen and so like we have to (laughs) us non-worker working actors <laughs> have to celebrate those things and remember that like since it is a long haul like those are um i saw i saw this thing with michael keaton um love him love michael keaton and he was talking about auditions and how he used to look at them uh in like the wrong way hmm. and he started looking at them as work like the audition itself is work yeah like oh i'm not auditioning for this thing to get a job i got the job yeah like i'm going to an audition and like i'm going to a day of work because like it is yeah you know it just it's hard to remember that when like the end goal is to like yeah. actually book something and get a right. paycheck. Like what we're passionate <laughs> about know? is like the acting. Like right. we want to uh-huh. do the shoot the film and act right. the scenes, uh-huh. not like the audition. But yeah, right. that is cool. I think I've I don't know if I heard that or just something similar, but I've heard yeah, like basically ninety percent of the job is auditioning. So like if you don't enjoy yeah. auditioning, then like don't be you, an actor. Well, don't be a work, or like a I'm actor. sure you've heard book the room, not the role. Oh, I haven't actually. Oh. What's, tell me more about yeah. this. That's where you go into an audition. And this is assuming, you know, that you have an in-person audition. Yeah. I guess it could kind of apply to self-tapes, though. But you are going in to... Because, like... It sounds so cheesy. But, like, you get the roles that are meant for you. Mm-hmm. Like, and I... I have to believe that. I know. I know. <laughs> I have to believe that. Um, <laughs> and like, so you're not always going to, you know, most of the time you're going to audition for stuff and not get it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's just like a wash or you go into it thinking, like, oh, well, I probably won't get it. So, you know, like you go in and with the mindset of I might not get this role, but I'm going to, like, impress these casting directors and mm-hmm. producers and stuff. And I'm going to 
book the room that they're gonna want to keep bringing me in for auditions yeah because eventually if they like me they'll find a role for me in a sense of like or like a role will pop up and they'll be like you know who'd be perfect for this that kendra but yeah you 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 book the room like you you know you you do your best you but also not in the sense of like you're going in trying to do what they want you to do yeah you know because you're never going to know what a casting director Mm -hmm. actually wants um so you have to go in it and do what you want Mm-hmm. to do i mean you know like with what feels reason right. yeah. um obviously they're gonna have like a character breakdown and like you're not gonna completely change and be like well i actually see the character this way right. um but you know you go in, be nice be yourself do the best you can and like make them call you in for other things and and eventually like one of those things will probably be right for you right um so yeah book the room not the role book the room not the role but if you book the role that even better even better because then you probably did both (laughs) yeah exactly so um that does remind me of something we could talk about uh i don't know why it reminded me of this but auditions that are like one line or like five words or like 20 seconds of you like looking at something and then saying like three words i feel like those are mostly commercials oh it's like always commercials yeah um but yeah those are i had that one audition um where i didn't speak at all yeah that's right it was just reactions Mm -hmm. it was like scenarios on paper and and i just had to you know pretend it was happening behind the camera and react to it and i did not speak at all (laughs) yeah um yeah uh, those are those are interesting yeah they're always tough moments for me because it's like you get an audition you're excited you Mm -hmm. should be excited about that for yourself you know celebrate that but then it's like it's such a bummer because it's like i love acting Mm -hmm. and this thing that i'm excited about is now me saying like looks nice (laughs) It's like, all right, time to put all my energy into building this character of, like, neighbor who looks at neighbor's lawn or something like that. Right. And it's just, like, it's tough to, like, fend off those feelings of just being so bummed out to be, like, this is what I'm striving for. This is what I'm working on. Right. Because you're, like, "Ah, this isn't giving me enough to, like, impress them. Really, You know, like, it's not showing them what I can Mm -hmm. do. Like. And I guess maybe, like, you know, people could argue, oh, a really good actor, you know, would be able to impress someone with one line, you know? And, like, yeah, I guess that's probably true. But, like, yeah, still, it's just... it. It's it's hard. I feel like a lot of commercial auditions also, there's a lot um, of stage directions. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot going on in Mm -hmm. commercial auditions, which makes sense because they only have so long and they want it to be engaging and people to buy their product or, you know, whatever they want them to do. Um, But it's really hard to execute in self-tapes. Yeah. It's really hard to 
like you can't walk from room to room in a self tape. You have a no. camera on a tripod. You're no. standing in the middle, middle or of the frame. Or they're like, um, you know, you're holding this thing, uh, you know, while this is playing in the background and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, I can't. We both had auditions separately uh, for like the same thing. Remember I had that audition for that like, uh, it was like, um, like a sex toy subscription box yes, or that's something. Right. Yeah. And I was telling you about it, and uh-huh. you were like, I auditioned for these people before. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we've acted together. Yeah, we have. In our friends, we're, we're talking about Hannah's yeah, short, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah, when else have we? I was going to say that's the only thing I'm yeah. thinking of, but. Um, yeah. but yeah, that was fun. That was. We shout out Hannah again. Hannah, She's the one that the has the um, before they verified mm-hmm. podcast. Um, she directed a uh, another forty eight. Yeah, that hours, was a forty eight hour film. But festival. that was a film, so mm-hmm. you've done a play and a film one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, we were just yeah. together. That was fun. She wrote it, and we went over Saturday morning, shot it in her apartment. Mm-hmm. That was super fun. Yeah. Do you have any bad audition stories? Bad audition stories, you know, it's kind of tough because everything switched to self-tapes that it's hard to True, have, like, a fair. bad audition. Um, I only had one in-person audition out here before COVID because okay. once COVID hit, that's when they swapped everything to self-tape. Right. Um, there were some places doing self-tape, I think, beforehand, but it was overwhelmingly mostly Mo- in-person. In-person, yeah. Um, and it was, like, a commercial for, like, Dollar Shave Club. No, uh, for... Like Expedia or something like that. Some okay. travel, Travelocity, one of those things. And uh, it wasn't bad. Um, I was actually super excited to be there. Um, and I got a call back for it. Didn't get it. But the guy that I, because uh, it was two people auditioned at a time um, for the callback. And the guy I auditioned with, he did get it. So I was like, fuck. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well. But um, sometimes that happens. Bad auditions. I think just going back to those times I tried to do uh singing audition for a musical just devastating just brutal <laughs> um i don't think there's any other time where i've went to audition and been like embarrassed or anything you know i will say this hmm. early on when i was auditioning mm-hmm. um for community theater because at that point i had taken no type of classes or training or anything yeah so i would leave pretty much every audition thinking like what was what did I, I was probably terrible like i have no idea what i'm doing um, mm. But then, like, I'd get offered a role and be like, "Fucking awesome!" Yeah. So, I will say, early on, it felt like every audition was bad to me, and uh, I think I've come a long way to. I feel like I put in enough work to feel yeah. com- confident and comfortable enough. Where, like, when I send critics. them or when I'm going, that like, sure, there are times when I was like, I should have done this differently, but I feel like, hey, I did pretty well. Mm-hmm. At, at least I gave them a good product in my mind, and if that's what they're looking for, they'll. Ask me back, and if it's not, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you get the roles that are meant mm-hmm. for you. Exactly. Uh, so that's a little bit about Kendra and I's, our journey to acting. Our journey to acting, yeah, which is. Ongoing. An, never ending. Yeah, a never ending mm-hmm. journey, but a fun one. And yeah. yeah, I don't regret it at all. Like, I've, I don't. I, I don't either. You know, you. Someday it's going to work out for mm-hmm. us. And, you know, 
we'll get rich from it. Because you do put in a lot of money. I mean, they. Oh you my know, god! I've thought about know, the amount of money I spent in classes. Too, where like you have to put in, you know, like people say yeah. like, you got to put in money to get money. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. Actors put in a lot of money. Between headshots, classes. which are so expensive, and then even if you not, and I'm not like saying like oh, photographers don't just like photography is an art in itself, and yeah. they definitely deserve to be paid what they're right. paid it's just when you're not making any money it sets you back it sets you back a little bit yeah um but sorry what you were saying between i was just gonna say headshots classes mm-hmm. which is usually like a monthly charge yep. and aren't super cheap and then when you even do book a roll your agent takes a percentage of it yep mm-hmm. and the, uh, you know the the amount that's posted all the time is like the pre-tax pre-agent percentage mm-hmm. so like the money you come out with afterwards is a good chunk less than it's that. not yeah it's not yeah. It's not that much. Um, gas money driving yeah. to places. But we love it. But we love but it. We love it. Um, and we're happy to be here. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll do some more acting together. Yeah. I. Uh, you know, one thing that is said a lot um, out here and in general is... Um, advice for actors is to create your own stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, I've been kind of bad about it the three years I've been out here, not really pushing myself too much. But I've been doing a lot more writing lately, and uh, I um, working with some friends from class. We're going to shoot a short film in January that we wrote. So oh, that's yeah, exciting. exciting. So I'm hoping to just oh like my god, you as, heard it here first. I know you heard it here first. So I'm hoping to do as much of that as possible, so we can write something and shoot something together. Yeah. 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 And uh, and I have talked about writing yeah. stuff together too. Right. I've I've written a little bit um but it's not so much a script as like a a scene or if you dialogue or, or just something. L- like a dialogue and i do kind of like envision it as like a like short where it's maybe like a n- narration with sure. just like scenes or something mm-hmm. i don't really know what i'm going that's why hannah's better at that yeah. that's why uh we're gonna uh, work, work on yeah. on it together but um but yeah yeah that's exciting. Yeah. I'm so, excited for you. You know, if you can't book roles, just make your own. Just make your yeah. own. Yeah. Write your own script uh-huh. and give yourself the leading role, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think that wraps up episode three. Thanks yeah. for coming again, guys. Uh, yeah. You know where to find us on Instagram, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, most of you probably have our cell phone numbers. Oh, God. <laughs> Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know. I, yeah, we, we did like the review. So tell us like what we did. Yeah, badly, what we, you liked. we genuinely would like to know mm-hmm. how we can make this better and more enjoyable for you to yeah. listen to and what you would like us to talk about. Right. Um, we're very open yeah. to that. And that's. Is that everything? And that's the that's, thing about that's acting. The show. And there's the <laughs> thing about acting. <laughs> We'll we'll work on on our endings yeah, we, as well. Yeah, we'll get the outro and intro down. I guess that's a work in progress. It's only uh, our third episode. It's uh-huh. okay. We'll get there. Yeah. Believe um, in us. But we do appreciate you listening. Love you. Kisses. Warmest regards. Best wishes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>